Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us entrepreneurs, increasing your profitability is always on your mind, and you're probably looking for ways to increase your revenue while growing your company. Well, you've found the podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because building a profitable and a sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. So I'm excited to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have some exciting news for you. I've just released my second book called The Profit Accelerator, and I'm looking for a few industry leaders and business owners to interview about my book's 12 strategies and how they would impact your industry. Please go download my book and let me know if you'd like to be interviewed. It's available for free for the next few weeks while I'm interviewing business owners. I am confident that these strategies can help any business owner increase their revenue, profit, and the value of their company without having to pay for additional advertising or marketing. Go pick up your copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. All right, guys, you have, are we in for a treat today? So um, my guest today is Josiah McCampbell. Uh, Josiah is passionate about helping people create the life they love. He's helped business owners thrive by optimizing their strategies and simplifying operations. He spent several years in business as a strategy consultant with emphasis on the human behavior, business psychology, and the relationships of fields to technology, branding and marketing, and so on. His profession has established him as a, in a position of coaching business owners and organization leaders through established internal processes, finding deeply rooted emotional and psychological drives that generate clear organizational objectives. Josiah has assisted leaders with their objectives through processes that translate problems and goals into clear action plans to be implemented and achieve the chosen objectives. Josiah owns four successful brands providing clients with a range of services. His companies are designed to assist businesses or organizations with optimization, design, and implementation of technology systems, as well as leveraging internet branding and marketing to contribute to those objectives. Having a deep understanding in human behavior, which is why we have Mon today, and neuro-linguistic programming, and spiritual psychology, along with the principles of thought and emotion that shape a person, an organization, or even a culture, and has provided Josiah with consistent strategy for navigating a path to success both in business and personal life. Josiah's motivation is strongly founded on his desire and passion to help people thrive. Welcome to Profit with a Plan podcast, my new friend. Thank you so much, Mariah. Um, Marcia. Marcia. I just screwed that up. Marcia, thank you yeah, so that's much. Okay. It's it's a pleasure to be here. Um, I love what you're doing. And um, if you guys haven't checked out her book, check it out. It's really good. Um, get an interview with her. The the insights she brings are revolutionary and in, in alignment with everything that I've seen um, in my career as a marketing consultant. Wow, thanks for the thanks for the kudos on that. So 
You know, we got to talking um, when we first met and you just, you came up with so many really cool concepts that, that affect business owners on so many different levels that they just don't realize. So first of all, before we get into some of these ideas and concepts, how in the world did you get into this field? Uh, all right. So the, the concepts you're referring to here are the the concepts surrounding the the framework of consciousness and the framework of the human mind and how that relates to our ability to achieve success in a business. And so how I got into that, I'll give you just a little bit of background on myself. Uh, I grew up in a rural area of Missouri and really had no um no basis when it came to business. Uh, my my father was a blue collar worker. He was a construction worker, and uh, excellent architect, and uh, in all that he did. And so I grew up working in that arena. And as an adult, um, you know, in my teenage years, I, I chased technology. I loved the gadgets, uh, so I wanted to learn all about technology. I wanted to be a programmer. I didn't like the idea of sales. Here I am on a marketing podcast. Go figure. But I didn't like right. the idea of sales. I, I thought of sales and marketing as something I never wanted to do. I just wanted to play with technology and, and, and write code. That was where I was at uh, many years ago. Um, and so I began, I, I launched a career into web development. And in that web development career, after working with a number of clients, I began to notice a pattern. And the pattern was that my clients would, they, they would have a plan, they would get somebody to help them implement it with technology, and that would be me sometimes. And then it wouldn't bring them any revenue. And then they would come back to me going, Surprise, hey, I, right? we spent all this money, we built this website, we did all this stuff, but, but, but where's the money or the objectives? And so then I, I started working as more of a marketing consultant. And I, uh, throughout the course of my career, I ended up working for a former executive of IBM in his retirement, working for one of his companies that he ran in later life. And he was one of the nation's highest paid business consultants um, back in the 80s. And Working with him, becoming the director of his organization, I stepped away from running my own business for a time. And while working with him, I learned neurolinguistic programming and marketing strategy. And this is where the human behavior came in. Right. Um, and so I was taught the the nuances of human behavior and, and that if you're not working with attempting to move the human behavior, moving the human in the marketing equation from where they're at to seeing the solution to their problem and then being part of that solution to the problem, then you're not actually going to be able to achieve much of anything. Mm -hmm. um, and so as, as life moved on and my careers moved on and I, I restarted my marketing agency and I restarted a, an IT business as well. Um, this aspect of, of that learning came with me and has been implemented everywhere. And that's just, just one part of this equation, but uh, probably the biggest catalyst to shifting my mindset to understanding that the human mind, if you don't understand the human mind, then how are you going to sell anybody anything? How are you going to provide something of value if you can't actually understand the human mind of the person you're selling to? So, so throughout true. that journey, um, reaching the point where I was operating as a marketing consultant, um, I would still run into the issue where clientele would, we, we would build a great marketing plan. We would execute it. And 
they would still come back to me dissatisfied or worse yet, they would go on to not tell me they were dissatisfied, but they would tell others they were dissatisfied. And uh, that would reflect on my work because, you know, my name's there at the bottom saying I'm the, my agency is the one that uh, took care of their technology. And so I began to understand, and this goes back to what I learned with neuro-linguistic programming uh, through my mentorship while I had that other job, um, was the fact that I could be achieving the organizational objectives. They said they wanted to meet a certain dollar amount in the agency. And I would be able to build technology that would maybe meet that objective in terms of revenue. But I'll give you a a classic example I see in marketing. And that is a a small business. They want to market. They want to grow. And uh, if you ask the business owner, well, what do you want to achieve? He says, I want to achieve another uh, $200,000 in revenue or another half a million dollars in revenue, whatever it is. And so you build a plan that achieves that half a million dollars in revenue. But if you don't ask him why he wants that, you can miss the mark completely, <laughs> achieve the tangible objective, and yet leave him in a position where he's still dissatisfied. And so it, what it boils down to, the big shift of mindset for me was to recognize that I needed to get inside their minds and understand why. And so if you follow up that question, well, why do you want that hundred grand or that 200 grand or the half a million or that million? Why? And the answer would come back, well, then I can hire more people. Well, why do you want to hire more people? Well, that'll allow me to expand this area of the company. Well, why do you want to do that? Well, that'll allow me, and it will run around the circle. And most business owners are shy about saying what really is driving it. But then at the end of the day, he goes, well, I I want more time. I want to be able to have more free time. What are you going to do with that free time? And uh, a classic example of this might be the business owner would finally say, when you get him nailed down on it, which they love to to not answer this question because it's not professional, but it might come down to something like, I need to be able to hire this amount of extra people so that I can not be at my job at the company taking care of things Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons because I need to go to my daughter's softball game. The real reason. That's the real reason. And so I can build a marketing plan that might achieve 2 million. I mean, we might be able to, to double the target. But if it doesn't do it in a way that lets that business owner exit his company Tuesdays and Wednesday, or Tuesdays and Thursday afternoons so he can go to his daughter's softball games, then we didn't achieve the driving emotional motive behind, mm. behind the whole plan. And so from his emotional perception, he will feel like we failed. Because he's still working and, his butt off, trying to trying to handle all the revenue that's coming through. And exactly. he didn't get his Thursdays off. But most people, Josiah, will not take that path with them and poke them and poke them and poke them until they really tell you what their reason is. You know, they'll come up, oh, I want more money. Oh, I need this or I want that. But then, you know, not very many salespeople or 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 consultants or team players will ever get to that heart of the issue. Hey, but if you don't get to the heart of the issue, you will build for an objective that is not the actual objective and you will <laughs> always fail. Doesn't matter yeah. how much money you created, you will always fail unless you set it up so that the success path includes the emotional and the personal objectives that are driving 
the business objectives. So when learning that and, and then being able to, okay, we, we can get to that point of it. And then I would have clients that would sabotage themselves out of their own success. Uh, but we would build the path. And I've seen this in my own life. And I think most people um, can relate to this. You, you find yourself in a position, you know where you need to go. You know, you need to be from point A to point B in your life or your business, whatever it is. And maybe even the resources come to you. You have the people, you have the team, you have the money, whatever it is to be able to make that move. And you start taking the steps to get there. And you get about three to four steps down that path and something pulls you back and resets the cycle. And you're back playing the game you were playing before, maybe at a different level, maybe with more money, maybe with more clients, maybe with more stress. But you're still in point A, trying to get to point B. And so what, what is that? And this is something I want to touch on because it's probably the most valuable piece of everything that I've learned in this journey is what moves you from stepping forward and then knocks you back? And mm. this is where my study of spiritual psychology and consciousness comes in. And I have discovered that there's alignments within the mind and within consciousness that get created way, way back in our childhood, in the first seven years of our life. And psychologists will tell you that a person's personality is pretty much set by age seven. And what we're getting mm -hmm. at there is that before age seven, the brain operates in the theta brainwave frequency range, which is passive. It's receiving information about the world. The young child is needing to see everything it can about the world so that you can then grow into a successful adult, interface with that world, and create something within it. But so often we get alignments created within our consciousness in that early time, and then throughout the rest of our life, they're created by other people, other people's expectations of us, other people's mm -hmm. expectations of what success looks like. And so when you define your definition of success as point B over there, and you're in point A, your entire consciousness is completely aligned and resonant with where you're at now. That's why you're where you're at now. Inside your mind, inside your consciousness, everything necessary to support exactly where you're at right now is what's there. Hmm. What you need to do in order to fully exist in the future place you're trying to move to is to be able to create systems within your consciousness, thought patterns within your mind that align perfectly with supporting that future place. But what's interesting is you've never been to that future place. So how are you going to create systems within your own mind and consciousness that relate to a place you've never been, that you can only see as something that's in the future you're trying to get to? And this is where it gets, it gets really crazy. The concept of I'm here and I need to go there, there is better than here, Okay. And, and I'm trying to get there. The idea that I'm trying to move there implies that I am not there, which solidifies in consciousness the idea that I'm here. And this is happening at the subconscious level. Uh, and I'm, I'm short, shorting down uh, you know, about five hours of presenting on this one of topic. Course. But that right there creates a loop. And so you begin to step forward towards your destination. However, all of the systems within yourself and your own consciousness and mind are completely resonant with the place you're trying to leave. So you begin right. to move forward and those parts of your consciousness can't afford to allow you 
to move into the successful or what you're defining as success in the future. Because if you moved up there, the parts of you that are necessary for supporting the current place you're at in life would have to no longer be. Or at least on the emotional level, that's how the internal parts of yourself feel. Little bits of yourself that's crazy. feel as though they would have to die. They would have to no longer be if you were able to move into that successful position. And this can happen from everything from fears. It, it, it happens in relationships. This is why people repeat mm-hmm. relationships. You'll see people going from, <laughs> from one relationship, they get into another one, and it's the same situation and do the that three same or four thing, times. Just different person. Yeah. And you know, they launch a business, it fails. They launch a business, it fails. They launch a business that fails. And I, I've been down this loop because you said at the beginning, I've got four businesses. Well, I've had way more than four businesses that <laughs> didn't execute and actually get anywhere. And why that often has, sometimes I just didn't put the energy in because it really wasn't something I actually wanted to do. Other times right. it was because what was in me was not resonant with success of that venture. And so I would be trying to create something and I would have something within my own mind and consciousness that begins to express the emotion of fear at a subconscious level. Fear that if I achieve that success, then the part of me that supports me through the times I've failed would have to go away. Mm. And so that part of you begins to act in fear and that part of you has the ability to control your <laughs> spiritual consciousness energy. And a uh, uh, an excellent sum up of, of how things get created in life is that where awareness goes, energy flows. And where mm-hmm. energy flows, that is what grows. Mm. And so if you have conscious structures within your own self designed by your own consciousness throughout your life to handle negative, what I call negatively polarized situations or negatively polarized reality. Okay. That relates to all the failure that relates to the limiting structures. If you grow up in a lifestyle that is not based around abundance that is based around not having enough all the time, then your consciousness is resonant with this idea that there is never enough. So if you're trying to move to a place where there is enough, where there is plenty, then the part of you that has been supporting, and by the way, this is key, helping you survive the environment where there is not enough, that part of you begins to feel like it's going to die. It's going to go away. And so you have to do two things have to be done in order to jump that gap without getting pulled back on that loop. And the first thing is you have to be able to create a conscious structure within your mind and patterns, neurological pathways. You have to learn how to work the inner workings of your own mind. This is the fastest way to do it. You can do it the slow way or the fast way. I recommend you learn about yourself so that you can fluently adjust your own self into resonance what you're wanting to create next. And then you have to also be able to communicate with the internal parts of yourself that are resonant with the past mm-hmm. and make sure that that part of you isn't afraid. Because if it's afraid, fear is the biggest channel of energy. And that fear will take your subconscious awareness, the aspect of your energy that you're not consciously aware of, and direct it into situations, into reactions into choices, 
subconscious choices a lot of times that are resonant with failing because mm -hmm. those parts of you are designed to handle failure. And that's a good thing. You need that. But what you don't need is those parts of you working overtime and stealing your creative energy from what you're trying to step into in the future, diverting it backwards, pulling you back. Now, that's a, that's a short version of what is often referred to as a sabotage pattern. Once again, this happens in relationships. This happens in life. This happens in business. So it's not actually a sabotage pattern. What it is is those parts of you attempting to stay alive which is mm. what they're designed to do. All parts of you have to stay alive. It's part of you know, the, Josiah, the this is, life. This is so cool and so interesting to me, but I think to bring the listener on a little bit more, I, I know in hearing these things from you that I'm pulling things that I've heard that before. I've seen something similar to that. Yes, I've done that, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> And, and this is an understanding of the way the brain and the energy in your body works in relation mm -hmm. to helping you survive, right? Yes. But if you're going to be a successful entrepreneur in any or in a successful relationship, you've got to be able to grow and step outside of your comfort zone to be able to move into mm -hmm. the ne next vision or or situation that's ahead of you that you so desire, right? Mm -hmm. If you want a relationship, then you have to work at it, right? Nothing just hands to you. Exactly. You have to make the efforts. It's the same thing in business. If you want to be at that million, $10 million mark, you have to envision yourself in that $1 million, $10 million mark. And you have to start living like it's already there. Yes. So many of us listeners have heard these stories, not in the fantastic detail that you just provided, which really links it all together, but we've heard bits and pieces throughout our life. And why I wanted to bring you on is that you do make it a, an entire picture and, and a process that makes sense as to why we are or are not able to reach those goals that we want. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to put a little bit of like, hey, you've heard this all before. This is yes. nothing new. It's but not the way new. you're stacking it. It's exciting. So what do we have to do in order to, to neutralize that? Because it's like a back and forth rubber band. And I love the rubber band <laughs> analogy. If you imagine that this is the, the, the current reality on the left and this is the future reality over here, and you begin to move towards the future, better reality, you put tension on the, the past one you're trying to leave. And you're relieving the tension that is causing the desire for you to move forward. So as the tension on the desire to move forward gets eased up because you're taking steps in that direction, you're increasing the tension from the parts of you that support the past. And that tension begins to increase, increase, increase until the rubber band snaps and it yanks you back. It yanks you back. You go back. You invest in yourself some more. You work on yourself some more. You try to fix whatever's going wrong. You take a few more courses. You take a few more classes, whatever it is. Maybe you go to therapy, whatever it is that you do. And then you feel you feel like you're better. You feel like you're ready to try it again. So you try again. You go forward again. And the reason you're going forward again is because now that you've gone backwards, you've increased the tension on the desire to go forward. So you begin to ease mm. that tension up going forward. Once again, increasing the tension from the past cycle loops. Um, what's important here, the big takeaway 
is awareness of yourself. The best thing that I can offer in this short time we have together is to develop a deep awareness of your own mind and the things that cause your emotions, your mind, your thoughts, and your consciousness as a whole to operate and to do what it does, which is constructed all around preserving life, by the way. It's fundamentally Safety, constructed health. around Save preserving. me. Yes. Yes. And so once you can become aware and become aware of when internal parts of you that have been supporting the patterns of your past life, when those parts of you are experiencing a fear-based emotion because you're moving forward, if you can develop that level of awareness, then you can get involved in the com internal communication of your own consciousness. You can get involved and bring resolution to the fear. And there's many ways to do that. There's many people that, that teach different modalities to do that. I have developed one that I find particularly effective for doing this in a rapid way. It takes about 30 minutes or less um, to completely neutralize that fear of the parts of myself or my clients that are existing in the past, existing in the current situation that are trying to move forward. You first have to become aware of it, develop an awareness, then develop the ability to communicate and bring resolution to that. Does that make sense? Totally. Totally. I mean, you have to address the little the little voice in the back of your head going, oh my gosh, what if it works? Or what if it doesn't work? And all the craziness that's going yeah. on, you have those little to voices. be able to, yeah, you have to be able to address those and go, well, if it doesn't work, it's not, that's okay. It's no worse than I am today. But what if it does work? And what's the exciting adventure yes. or path that we're going to take? So it's managing your expectations internally of yes. what could happen and what could, you know, on both sides or yes. somewhere in between. And I think the biggest thing that you said that was so important was the awareness yeah. of the if conversation you're not aware of it, that's you can't going do anything on. about it. Yeah. So exactly. I, I call this the conversations within self. And most of this happens at a subconscious level. When it gets to be particularly bad, it will express itself as negative thoughts, negative self-doubts, mm. and then can verbalize as negative self-talk. And an easy way to begin the journey of awareness is to watch your words. What are you saying? Are you saying, are you speaking to the negative that you don't want to happen all the time? And are you basing your decisions around that? Or are you speaking only to what you want to create? Um, mm. And that Kinda is the like key that. shift over. I can't have a cookie, right? Instead of saying I can't have a cookie, I choose not to have a cookie today because I want to achieve my goals. <laughs> Different that words, would, right? Th that's a good one. But what if we could just take the cookie out of the equation? And, and fantastic. just go straight for the goals. Yeah. Ooh. And then recognize right. that the goals, <laughs> the goals are going to provide you the ability to have all the cookies. Oh. Oh. So okay. I like change that. the whole change the whole cycle there. The whole pattern and so you're not choosing around, not I mean. to have the cookie. You're choosing to have the thing you actually want, and the thing you actually want will fulfill you in probably ways the cookie never could. Mm. Good and point. Good the point. other. The other nuance here, most of the things that I spend my time doing with my 
clients is helping them reframe thoughts and reframe words mm. to do what I call speaking to the creation. You're always speaking mm -hmm. to what you want to create. And when your mind starts chattering on about what you don't want to create, which, which happens, okay, um, the, the negative <laughs> self-talk is, is the blatant uh, manifestation of that. And um, let's take, for example, one that gets programmed into a lot of people. Um, you must work hard to be successful. Okay. This aligns your whole consciousness with the idea that in order to be successful, you have to work hard. And that's not actually true because you can create success. You have to work. You have to take aligned action, but it doesn't have to be a difficult road to get there. But if your consciousness is completely aligned with the idea that hard work is the only path to success, then hard work will be the only path that you will allow yourself to have success through. Mm. It's not that there's not another way. Yeah. It's the only one that you can accept. Wow. So reframing what's possible becomes the next step of this. And when we bring that awareness in and we bring that communication in and we're beginning to understand the mechanisms of self that are producing the direction of your energy and where, where your focus is going, when you're going into that part of things, it's really important to recognize this is the second or, or quite, quite likely the biggest takeaway here as well. I don't know, ever know how to decide what's the best part, but um, to approach the parts of you that are handling what I call the negatively polarized reality of the past with gratitude, love, and mm. thankfulness. There, there's a Hawaiian word called hopo ono ono. And um, it means I love you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Now, mm -hmm. those expressions are key to express to yourself and to the parts of yourself that are resonant with that negatively polarized reality or that current situation that is not what you want it to be. Mm -hmm. To express to the parts of yourself that are resonant with that first, thank you mm -hmm. for handling that negative thing, that lack, mm -hmm. that fear, that failure. Thank you, because we need to have parts of ourselves that can handle those things. So we got to have gratitude sure. to that. We need to have love for that because that's the part of us that also keeps you alive. And got you it, to where you are. Yes, it keeps you alive. And it keeps you alive until you can do something better. That's mm -hmm. the key. Um, it's kind of like the immune system for life. And it's one of the same functions of consciousness that supports the physical immune system, but that's another topic. So being able to say thank you. And what a lot of people get caught up on in this leg of the journey is they begin to realize that there is something within them that is resonant with failing. There's something within them that is resonant with this loop of three steps forward, getting knocked back. Okay. And they go on a journey of trying to fix themselves and Fixing yourself implies that you're broken. You're not broken. You're a perfect human mm. being. Okay. Um, you've just been programmed with thinking patterns that leave you in a position of feeling like you're broken. That's an important distinction to make. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do with the power that you are? And the first thing you need to do when you begin evaluating this is to have that gratitude for the mm. fact that you were able to process and handle and live through and survive failure, negative thinking, all of the things mm -hmm. in the past. 
have gratitude for it. And then recognize that uh, I'm going to give you an analogy. An excellent bank robber would make an excellent robbery detective, right? Of course. Yeah. Same skill set, different mm-hmm. motive, different direction of action. Okay. Mm. An excellent bank robbery detective or an excellent, you know, bank security staff, they're, they're, they're the ideal bank robber, right? <laughs> yes. Same skill set, they know different how to motive do that. and direction. Yeah. So the part of you that is responsible for handling failure, if you can reframe it, and I say flow energy through that part of you, the opposite direction, mm-hmm. that part of you can turn into the most empowered part of you that is responsible for generating success. The part of you that can handle failure is the part of you that can generate success. This is why so many of us go through a journey where we fail forward so much. And my mentor, uh, Joe, um, that I worked with in Kansas City, he would call it failing forward. Mm-hmm. And You're recognizing learning something that, and gaining a new skill. Yeah. And so approaching all of that part of you with gratitude, love, and a lot of people get caught up in the idea, as this happens especially in certain spiritual communities, of trying to get rid of the part of you that is resonant with failing. But you can't do that because it's part of you. You can't get rid of any part of you. Sorry, it's just ain't going to happen. You can suppress it, and then it will come back and as a sabotage how, pattern. Learn how to handle it, right? Learn yep. how it doesn't uh, involve you know days and weeks and years. But if you can handle it and go, oh, okay, I failed or I had this problem and I've learned from it and I can shorten that distance of, of wallowing, I guess, in, yes. in misery of failure, then I can move forward faster. Absolutely. And if you can learn to appreciate it and then shift, mm. shift it and flip it over to where that part of you that is resonant with handling failure becomes the resonance of creating success. And so I I refer to two processes in my course. One is the reaction process. One is the creation process. The reaction process takes an event, reacts to it and protects us from it. The creation process Mm -hmm. takes that same information and flips it on its head and creates something as the output instead of reacting to it. Mm -hmm. When we react to it, we give it more energy. We give it more of our attention. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so two things not to do is not to react And not to hate on the part of yourself that's responsible for handling the failures of the past. And instead, put all your energy into what you want to create. So take it out of the reaction and focus it on what you want to create. Speak to what you want to create. Align yourself with what you want to create. And have the awareness to recognize that when anxiety comes up, self-doubt comes up, fear comes up, the little voice in your head that says, you know, if you take that jump, what if you fail? You might... You might embarrass mm-hmm. yourself in front of everybody. Your, your family might laugh at you. Uh, whatever it is, take that part of yourself and recognize that that part of yourself is a protective mechanism that's trying to keep you safe. Mm-hmm. You have the power to say, mission's complete to that part of you. Mm-hmm. See, you've yeah. kept me safe. Thank you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And if you ever, ever tried to attack and get rid of that part of yourself, you need to say, I'm sorry. And then I call it an integration. We call all all parts of our being home into the life that we love, into the thing we're trying to create, because that's where home is. Home is when you're creating the full potential of everything that you want to do, everything you came here to do. 
Wow. So Josiah, you've given me so, so many exciting things. And funny enough, I just went on this like crazy journey of like, you brought up a point. And I'm like, yeah, I did do that. Oh, you brought up another point. Oh my gosh, I did that way back when. Oh, because I mean, you know, We've I do it. have run a bunch of, we, a bunch of companies, had many experiences, got to the point that I've built these experiences. And it wasn't until, you know, maybe a few years ago that I was able to push through and really make successes out of what I'm doing. And then I look back and I'm like, yeah, I guess I did do that. So I know listeners, when you're, when you're, when you're hearing this, you're probably going back in time going, hmm. You know, I remember that time when, and that makes total sense. And so, Josiah, you've given us so many things to think about with this. But as you said, this is a five-day course or a five-hour course or an explanation that's really hard to do in 30 minutes where we're already over 30 minutes because I know we (laughs) We, could talk for hours. We did a pretty good job in 30 minutes, I think. You did a fantastic job in 30 minutes. But what what I'd like to do is because this is a journey, not a one and done, but I wanted to give that kind of a, like you said, that mind shift of thinking, hey, there's there's some tools that are available if you keep hitting that wall to help you get past that wall. And um, I wanted to make them available because we all want to succeed and increase our revenue, grow our profits, create a business we can sell, have a happier love life, you know, get our kids to to the goal faster, easier, stronger. Um, There's so many things that we need to do, but we can't do it in 30 minutes. So where can listeners find out more about you and how they can improve themselves and get better performance? Awesome. So the, the website to go to is reality creationprocess.com. Uh, it'll be on my link portfolio where you can find out about a number of the other organizations I'm a part of and businesses I run. Um, but the one specifically for this course that I mentioned where I teach this mind shifting, and this is something I take mm-hmm. my marketing clients through, um, is realitycreationprocess.com. You'll find the links to it uh, somewhere around this podcast. And uh, one thing, is it all right if I share a gift for your audience? Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. So the the name of this podcast is Profit with a Plan, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, guys, if you go to the realitycreationprocess.com and you go to sign up for my program, it's $44. Um, Use the code PROFIT, all caps, PROFIT10, PROFIT10, and that'll take 10% off your enrollment for three months. And you can get into that program. You'll get uh, coaching directly with me and you'll get hours and hours and hours of content where we work through how this understanding can then touch all areas of life from business to relationships, to healing traumas that happened when you were a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all the things that happened to us in life, you can also use this as a tool to heal and to set yourself free from those things. And so use the code PROFIT10, realitycreationprocess.com is where to go. Marcia will put the link somewhere around this uh, podcast. Yes, it'll be in the notes and definitely on the screen for the video. Um, and there'll be a link tree that has all of his links available in there so you can find out more about what Josiah does. So, wow, that's fantastic. What a great gift. What a cool opportunity. And I think for many of us, you know, business doesn't have to be hard. And funny for um, this is I'm in my third year of 
doing this podcast. And I used to always say, you know, business is hard. Everybody should, you know, or, or everybody would be doing it right. And I listening to folks that I, I learned from, I took that out because business doesn't have to be hard. You just have to know what you're doing to make it easier. So you don't even uh, have to know what you're doing. You just have to have a direction and start yep. going that direction and you'll find the people that'll teach you what you need to know. Mm. So, that, so that then you know well what you're said. doing. Um, well, but said. yeah, and, and that, that businesses has to be hard. Um, you know, it's life hard. has to be hard. That mindset is something that I think is propagated across our cultures, almost mm-hmm. seemingly with an intention to prevent people yeah. from finding that success can be easy. Ah, so true. But if you so look true. at the people who are <clears throat> creating huge, massive impacts in the world, running, you know, large businesses or large nonprofit organizations, making great change. Um, They don't concern themselves with trying to fix themselves. They don't Mm -hmm. concern themselves with the idea that life is hard. They just have something they want to create. They're passionate about it and they go for it. Mm. Well said. Love it. Go for it, right? All right, listeners, thanks for listening today. I hope you found a couple ideas to put in your business that'll make you be more profitable. That last statement, just go for it, right? Yep, just Um, go for it. Take the aligned action. Love it, love it. All right, now more than ever, it's important to focus on growing your business and its revenue. Again, I'm looking for a few industry leaders and business owners to interview about how my book's 12 strategies would impact your industry. Please go download my book and let me know if you want to be interviewed. It's available for free right now for the next few weeks while I'm interviewing industry leaders. And again, these strategies really, truly can help any business increase their revenue, profit, and the value of their company without paying for additional marketing or advertising. Go pick up your copy at trajectoryprofits.com forward slash book dash download. And Josiah and I will be on the thread for this for this podcast. So go hit us up. Tell us what your big takeaway is. Better yet, tell us what words you've changed in your life and what directions and goals you're going on. We will respond on this podcast in the feed and comments. So hit us up and let us know what you've got going on. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe so you can get on future shows and make sure you find out all the great information. And you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. We're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with it. Thanks so much, Josiah. This was such a treat. Thank you, Marcia. I appreciated it. I appreciated the chance to be on your show. And you all take care. 